So you'll just need the top and the bottom. So for 400 more points, you have plus three player, plus three player. Keep it going. Come on, you can do this. So for 400 more Pesker points, you have. (laughs) Come on, come on, you can do it. Back to XP Waste, where I didn't get an Infernal Cape this week, but I did get COVID and a master's degree. Hi, I'm Oxy. <laughs> and I'm Michael. Round of applause for um o- Oxy MA. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've I've made it through the pandemic up until this point without getting sick. So I appreciate you. I finally, finally caught the caught. Unless that's not what you were clapping for. No, but no, I, that's a, that's <laughs> that's a, a feat in itself. But you know, the six years of school that you just did was six. was the greater achievement. Was it was it six or was it three? Oh, I don't Bro, know. I just got done watching Moon Knight in quarantine. Was it six or was it three? I'm gonna be tripping out if it was six. Oh boy, I got a lot of I got a lot of people to call if it was six. <laughs> like, well, hey, if you're new around here, welcome. We are XP Waste. We're a RuneScape podcast, old school RuneScape. That is. Uh, we who talk- are you? <laughs> who am I? I'm Michael. Did you say that already? I did. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, we're we're thriving, folks. We're we talk about RuneScape. We talk about the news. We talk about things related to the game. Uh, we get off on tangents, so be prepared for that. Um, yeah, if you're not new around here, welcome back. We always love to have you. Fruit merch is live and available xwaste.shop. If you're missing the fruit updates, they will no longer be occurring so and, yet, and if you're here we are still talking if about you're them. curious about the fruit go back like at least 10 episodes to episode 50 and exactly um, 10 at this point oh yeah. exactly 10 episodes and watch the saga unfold um that's my best advice to you right now so oxy how are you not good though. i'll give you three guesses how i'm doing michael <laughs> not good probably <laughs> the best so, one i'm editing this week so those of you at home, I'm going to do my damnedest for you not to hear it. But I'm coughing like a bitch, which is an over-exaggeration. I'm not coughing that much. Um, I'm actually feeling a lot better today than I have been. I never really felt that sick to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, double-vaxxed and boosted, veins full of 5G type shit. So it wasn't ever really that bad. Uh, kind of just like an annoying cold, you know? I have asthma, so you'd think it would be worse. It hasn't been, thankfully. Just annoying. Yeah. The That said, I have been stuck in my room doing nothing, and it finally got nice this week. Like, finally. For the first time in forever. It's nice outside. But it hasn't been all bad. I've got to hang out. Talk with some friends from the RuneScape community. Talk with some friends from fencing team. Um, watched basically the entirety of Rebels. Um, watched all of Moon Knight, which I finished today, like I mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, it's that's it. That's the extent of what I've done. <laughs> I've played a lot of Minecraft this week and sent some tobs. All right, all right. Yeah, that's about it. How about you, Michael? How's your week been? Oh, it's not bad. I had a work trip this week, so I was I was like 
I have a ball and right. I played a little bit of RuneScape when I got home. That's about it. I mean, it's uh, you you say it's nice in where you know in Michigan, it's like nearly a hundred degrees right now in Texas. I don't know what's happening. It's only May, and the weather forecast is calling for like ninety five, ninety seven throughout the week. My car thermometer said a hundred for the first time this year. Yeah, so I'm just We're waiting. That time of year where Michael has it worse than Oxy does, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Right, because usually it's flipped. Like usually Oxy's in like ten feet of snow, and I'm over here like snow where? What? You, what do you? What's her name? Who's that? Um, <laughs> but now it's going to be like I, I'm not going to go outside for fear of like you know melting into the pavement. Uh, but I'm just waiting for the pool that's across the street to open. They they. There's been delays, which has been annoying, uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm not excited for the summer because, again, if it's 95 degrees now, what can that say for the rest of the year? Oh, it, we're looking at a hot one. That that's all I can say. But that's just more opportunity to stay inside and play RuneScape. So I am 97 fishing. I'll be 98 fishing sometime. Probably next week, hopefully, if I can get some good AFK time in. Um, 750K until 98. So nearing the end of the fishing grind as it as it has been. Uh, and then after that, I have no idea. I think I might try and bust out Hunter, which shouldn't be too bad. Like You can get like 100K, probably over 100K an hour doing, doing Hunter at Herbivore. Or I can go risk my life in the wilderness for Black Jins. Yeah. But uh, no, that yeah, that's that's me, that's me. I don't have Rona, luckily. I Hell yeah. this is the thing. Like, I got the shot, so I got the vaccine, and there's no way for me to tell if I had ever gotten it. You know what I mean? Like, I've been mm-hmm. sick, but every time I got a test, it came back negative. So I don't know at this point <laughs> if I ever got it. I've been sick and I've had the symptoms that, you know, they describe, but it always came back negative. So I don't know. I'm still, you know, knock on wood. I'm still claiming that I haven't gotten sick the entire almost two years. No, it has been two years. Damn. Oh, okay. So good. Hey, we talked about this at some point, but I probably wouldn't have met you guys if it wasn't for COVID because. A lot of a lot of events transpired where the pandemic just kind of changed everybody's lives, and it uh, it allowed me to start streaming, um, and I met everybody, and our worlds are intertwined now, and you guys are hearing us on a podcast that you listen to every week because of that. Not like to say that the pandemic started this podcast, but you know events in the world more or less more or less if you boil it down point a to point b (laughs) type shit yeah Yeah. stuff you know good stuff came out of it so um oxy and i's friendship came out of it so that's that's a win that's a win don't leave your room threat of a pandemic (laughs) school is going all online here's a bag of pasta dicks in the mail point a to point b baby yeah let's go (laughs) it's in the background if you guys are on the youtube and want to you know play hide and seek to find it but it will be the first meal that Oxy and I share together once we are, 
you know, we finally meet in person at some point in life. I'm excited for that. And then some sort of meatball. Because, you know, you got to have both. <laughs> I'll bring the... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Michael's laughing because I'm making a f- boy face right now. Yep. And, he- <laughs> and I want this to be family friendly. As it is friendly... If- Family friend is it can be. It's a damn shame you chose me to be your co-host. Oh, wow. no. Oh, no, no, no. Well, not a lot is happening in RuneScape. I feel like, you know, we're getting bare minimum updates. But that's fine, right? Like, what is happening this week? They, they're talking about adding the clue scroll rework, I think it was, where elite clues will now be... Uh, <laughs> like elite clues will uh third age will be now more common from elite clues or something to that effect i don't know i saw it on facebook that's where i get my runescape news by the way guys it's on facebook i like way back in the day when i first started playing i liked the runescape page on facebook and i don't really get on twitter so any kind of posts that jagex they post on twitter they also post it on facebook so I get all my news from Facebook. Not like wow. a a meme. <laughs> yeah, I know Beneath Curse Sands came out two weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. would have been two weeks ago at this point. Yeah, 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 it did. Have you done it? No, bro. I I've been waiting cool, on you, and I don't know if you've been waiting on me or well, if you've just I, been procrastinating. I didn't think I was waiting on you until you made a comment the other day. You're like, Oxy, when are we doing Land of the Goblins? I was like. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, we're doing Lane of the Goblins together. I'm like, oh, are we? Okay, cool. <laughs> so I just haven't done them <laughs> now because at this point, I'm just waiting on you now. You're waiting on me. I'm waiting on you. We'll make a date. We'll, we'll set a date. It'll have to be soon because I have a hard clue. I'll bring the pasta dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a hard clue sitting in my bank that requires Land of the Goblins, funny enough. It's like a easy peasy quest but it's it's a hard clue step because you got to go to a new fairy ring spot that you have after you unlock the quest so i don't know like i went to my house and i was trying to teleport to the code because runelight tells you what the code is and it just kept just kept teleporting me back to my house i was starting to get pissed so i googled it and then the like the title of the YouTube video was like Land of the Goblins Step. I was like, damn it. I thought I was gonna put this off forever. But the last three quests I have are A Night at the Theater, Shocker. Um I'm think I think I feel like I'm nearly done with that quest. I just kind of stopped halfway. Uh Land of the Goblins, Night of the Theater, and then the new uh, Beneath Curse Sands. Without guides, by the way. I'm I've resigned myself oh man to without guides without bro, guides want, can can i please spectate you doing theater of blood like a story mode tov by yourself oh, i don't have to do the i don't have to do the you fight son, come on do it anyway you coward i don't have to do the fight <laughs> i mean okay fine if you want me to just try to do an entry mode on my own but that i guess that'll be fun <laughs> that sounds great to me. solo and entry mode how hard is Hell that yeah like can an average Joe Schmo do it? What's your experience at Theater of Blood like? <laughs> uh, two entry modes and one carry. And then I've watched probably 
you know, a couple hours of content worth. You're going to have a really shitty time at Nilo. You're probably going to have a really shitty time at Versic. Otherwise, I think you'll be fine. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I feel like I know the mechanics enough. Not... Okay, so I don't know the mechanics enough to, like, sit there and tell you, like, okay, now in this part, you're going to do this. But I can play to through... Too. Do I? You have to use that voice, too. <laughs> I can go through each room and be like, okay, I feel like I know what's next. Okay, I have to go over here. Um, you can't look at him while you're while while he's uh, he can't look at you while you're attacking for the Zarpus. I can say all their names. I was gonna say Michael's Michael knows that a, you can't attack a boss while he's looking at you, but he doesn't know which boss, so he's just sitting there waiting to attack all the bosses. <laughs> I go behind um, uh, Soda Seg, like ha, I get attacked him the whole time. <laughs> I do know that a a, a red ball is magic and a black ball is range okay that's basically the soda stag room okay, for you you're okay. good and then in maiden you have to kill the crabs but i don't know in an entry mode if you have to freeze them or if it really matters they have a lot less hp in entry mode but like it's good practice to freeze them but you definitely don't have to if you know where they're going to be coming from i think in entry mode only like one or two spawn oh sick okay so in theory you could just stand in the back with a blow pipe and be fine oh, okay no noted uh and then in bloat just run around the corner don't let him see you um if he stops smack him in the ass smack that ass uh and then i guess nyla would really be the one that's gonna f me up because uh, I don't. I don't know. I feel like Nilo is hard to solo, or even period. you know, period. Um, yeah. Let alone duo, because you have three attack styles, and you have to get the crabs off of. And it's a long room. Like, isn't it like five or eight minutes? The wave is about three minutes long. Oh, okay. Maybe a little bit long because when it first came out, the wave was like seven or eight minutes long. Oof. Story room Nilo was like stupid long. Yeah, the crabs have like two health, but it was so long. It was so dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, a duo would be fine because if you and I went, I would take range and mage, and you would just take melee, and we'd be fine. How <laughs> how crucial is it that you'd like kill all of them though? Because I guess what you have to just wait it out, and then the pillars fall. If a pillar falls, you're dead. If the pillars fall, if the, all four pillars fall, you fail. Uh, if the pillars fall, you take huge damage. Which might not be the same huge damage in story mode. I couldn't tell you. I've not. No lost. one's ever failed <laughs> Nyla's story mode. <laughs> I may have lost a pillar because I soloed it on stream oh. when the new One Night at the Theater came out. Um, when the new version of the quest came out, I soloed it because I'm like, yeah, this will be fun. Everyone was making fun of me because I dropped supplies before Verzik. And they're like, why are you dropping supplies for your teammates in a solo, you f- moron i'm like what are you talking about and i realized that's why we drop supplies is not to clear inventory spaces is to leave them on the floor for our teammates um so that's fun but yeah no it's it's chaotic i don't think the pillars hit you for that big nothing hits you for that big it's not nearly as punishing as normal theater yeah which is very nice but and then don't even get me started on verzik mechanics because 
I mean, I know you you walk in a in a V shape at one point. You have to run around the room because there's webs. Uh, you have to kill crabs before they heal her. Um, you have to like for for the phase one, you have to stand behind a pillar and use the staff and spec her down with it. Michael has all of the puzzle pieces for a rainbow puzzle, but is fucking colorblind and has no idea where any of them go. This is fantastic. A... You're all cor- Those are all mechanics. You are correct. Those are all things you have to do in the version. <laughs> this is great. That's a great metaphor. I never thought, oh man, I'm going to use that because like, I'm, I'm competent, but am I able to do it <laughs> you've got the pieces no idea where they go. no idea where they go that's funny i played darts uh in when i was in chicago for work that we went to a bar as a as a group and they had a dartboard and one of the, they had like a guy there i don't know if he was a heckler or if he was just like a commentator who also was kind of spicy but he would uh you know he would he would commentate as the people were we're throwing and everybody left and I was like, Hey, did you want to play darts? And so he challenged me to a game. He won two out of three, which wasn't bad. And we tied the third one. Um, but he was telling me there's four types of, of like learning essentially. So unconscious and conscious and then competent and incompetent. So there's unconscious uncompetence, which means you just, you don't know anything. Um, there's conscious incompetence, which means you know you're bad. <laughs> there's unconscious comp, or there's conscious conscience. <sighs> there's conscious competence, which means you know what to do and you can do it. And there's unconscious competence, which means you can do it without thinking about it. So he likened it to like driving a car. Most people, if you've been driving a car for a while, you're unconsciously competent at it. And um, I feel like I'm consciously incompetent at most PVM in this game. So, like, I'm level two. <laughs> I'd like to get to where I'm level three, conscious competence, where I know I'm, you know, I know the mechanics and I can do it, but it, I still have to think about it. I'm kind of still like that when it comes to like things like, uh, like Chamber of Xerix, like Cox. I'm still having to think about a lot of things but you know you watch people um i don't know a good example is like jesse that man unconscious competence in in a raid i don't care if it's theater blood or cox he's got it down like have you ever seen like jesse solo uh, ohm he's like I, i know here's a better example him and uh jesse and immortal were doing a duo uh and they were like clicking at the exact same spot attacking at the exact same tick and it looked like there was one character just going back and forth because they were like moving in the exact like moving in the exact same uh rhythm and i'm like i want to get to that point where you know just able to click 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 nowhere to click do it in sync with other people I don't know. The closest I get to that is like when you sync up with somebody at Guardians um, and you're like pickaxe smashing them in the same rhythm. I think that's fun. It's just like that, but way more badass. Yes. Yes. 
Imagine that throughout the whole entire raid, you know? Just synced up. But, but, yeah. Unconscious competence is the goal. Um, and he said, all that to say, he said that I am consciously competent at darts. Which means I know what to do, and I can do it, but I still have some, still have some, uh, some practice before it just becomes second nature to throw a dart and get it to land where I want it to land. I told my wife, I'm like, I am building a place for me to throw darts in my office at some point. Like if we ever own a house, which we will own a house someday, but when we own a house and I have a, and I have a, uh, a place to like call my office, I'm going to throw some darts, but I don't know. I just think that would be fun. Like I, 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 I admitted this to one of my coworkers, but um, I've never, I don't think I've ever told anybody else. There was a summer when I was like maybe 15 or 16. I didn't do much, but what I did do was spend hours every day in my garage, just throwing darts at a dartboard, going to retrieve them, throwing darts at the dartboard. So it's not a skill that you normally have, you know, that you normally can flex on people. But um, I I can throw a dart at a board and generally get it to land where I want it to land. I can't. <laughs> I'm unconsciously incompetent <laughs> or whatever the, f- the hey. term is at darts. <laughs> so when we go to the bar, you know, we're going to play some darts for money and I'll swindle you. I don't know how to play darts, Oxy. <laughs> Let's play darts. But the thing is, I'm not going to forget that you know how to play darts. I don't know. Just because the word unconscious incompetence is there doesn't mean I'm not aware of my surroundings. And that, hey, Michael used to practice darts as a kid in some dude's garage for a while. I don't know. My garage. Your garage. Yeah, I wasn't wrong. It was some dude's garage. Yeah, some dude. You know. It's very true. Exactly. So. Oh, what are we talking about today? I feel like. I feel like God, we are I I knew. ripely <laughs> into the episode main we title content. Consciously incompetent about the today's main title content. <laughs> no, I know what we're talking about. I always like to, you know, set it up. That's a little podcast behind the scenes for you guys. Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> so today we are talking about <laughs> the achievement diaries. So we did a episode on the quests. We did an episode on like playing the game. Maybe not playing the game, but we're back with episodes about playing the game. And um, today we're going to talk to you about the Achievement Diaries because it's actually a huge part of the game. Um, some people sleep on the diaries. I don't. I have my Achievement Diary cape. It's probably the one thing Jagex will never take away from me uh, unless they add a new city, which I'm hoping they do. I think new diaries would be fun. That's an episode. Uh, that's a topic for another episode, but um, they... They continually take the quest cape away from me, and I have no motivation to get it back, except except to trim my my achievement diary cape, which I think I think it looks cool. I I low key kind of like the untrimmed a little better, <laughs> but um, yeah, we're talking about the diaries, and there's going to be a couple things we talk about um, setting goals around the diaries, and then uh, if you like them. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about some of the rewards you may have forgotten about. So I'm going to let Oxy try and get all of his out first so that maybe he can just cough the rest of the episode. Thank God. Okay. That's awesome. I was not expecting that, but cool. 
So, guess I'm starting things out. There's a cough drop in my mouth, so you're just going to have to <laughs> deal with it. Speaking of diaries, Kroll just completed the Arty Elite Diary. Hell yeah, Kroll. Woo, go Kroll. Um, yeah, so the three that I had kind of thought of, Michael and I had kind of focused on ones you either might have forgotten about or kind of like earlier level ones, you know, mainly to motivate you out there who are looking for something to do in the game, who needs something not to drive your account, you know, but something to work towards beyond just like a vague, I want to PVM goal, Mm -hmm. right? Diaries do a great job of being a concrete goal to complete because there's a lot of things that go into it, a lot of different skills to train, a lot of different quests to do. So, there's that piece. The other piece is for all of you scrubs out there who open up your diary page and have nothing done or like just have the arty easy done. Heed my words, motherfucker. Do your diaries. <laughs> so we're here to motivate you we are. in a kind of scary way. Ooh. Not really. We're, it's, we're two white dudes who play RuneScape. We're not that scary. But, <laughs> so, I'm kicking this whole shindig off. And I've got three here that I do kind of want to talk about. The first, kind of a small one, Candor and Headgear. The Candor and Headgear one. It it doesn't give you much. I am not going to lie. You get free flax. You get more coal in the coal trucks. You get a lamp. And you get more logs from normal trees. Cool. It also acts as a light source that can't be extinguished, which the only reason I actually got the candor and headgear was to go into the Lumbridge Swamp for something. I forgot what. And because I did that on my main account the first time, I've just been doing it on all my other accounts. Mm-hmm. Where, like, especially on these Iron Men, you know, Leagues accounts, groupie accounts, whatever. Instead of trying to find a way to get a bullseye lantern, some Iron Man's having a stroke in the comments right now. Just use a candle. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, instead of trying to find a bullseye lantern, I just do the candor and easy diary and take the headgear with me. I don't know. It's easy. It also gives you 5% more marks of grace at Sears Village, which doesn't seem like a lot for an easy tier because we'll talk about goals for easy diaries here in a little bit. But again... For all of you filthy scrubs who do not have your achievement diaries done, but are doing high-level PVM content, hear my words, do your diaries, I know you had the level for Sears Village. Mm-hmm. It's not a direct attack on anyone, it's a direct attack on everyone. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from the sexiest piece of headgear you can acquire from the diaries, the Wilderness Sword has a neat little perk where it lets you cut through webs anywhere. All of them. Just anywhere. It doesn't just have to be wilderness. I did not know this. Does not it it can be anywhere. That's useful for Seracnus, I think. That's like the notably the other place that outside of the wilderness. Yep. That you slash some webs. Mm-hmm. Which is the abyssal whip a slash weapon? Yeah. For that sense. Can I, you slash a web with I the think, whip? I think so. Maybe not. I'm going to go test that out. Okay. But, in any case, the sword is nice for that. Plus, you can reroute yourself back to Edgeville or Ardoin. 
which basically means you can right-click Edgeville when trying to leave the lever because nobody wants to go back to Ardoyan no. when pulling that lever to get back. Nobody gives a shit about that. What uh, what level diary is that? Um, that's easy. Given to you, it's on easy diary. Okay, I mean, hey, if you got the easy diary done and you're still, you know, a pretty low level account who doesn't have a lot of access to that side of the map, it could be useful. But like Oxy said, nobody uses it for Artie. I don't think I've ever traveled to Artie with the the lever. <laughs> if you don't have the magic level, it could be a good teleport. If you don't have the magic level for Ardoyim. Because you have no excuse to have not done Plague City. I'm coming for our viewers today. <laughs> I, I am sick. I am sick and my tolerance levels have reduced. There's no reason you haven't done Plague City. <laughs> hmm. It ties into another diary, so that's kind of nice. I think. Yeah, it does. If you don't have the magic level, it's a decent teleport to Ardoyim. But... Once you get that sword, just right-click Edgeville. It's nice. Yeah. The last one that I thought was worth talking about in a little time I had to kind of look these things over, Varrock Armor 2. So completing the Varrock Medium Diary, the biggest one, you can teleport to the Grand Exchange. You can set your Varrock Teleport to be the Grand Exchange, which for a while is your closest teleport to a bank. So for me the progression of teleports has kind of gone Varrock Square, Grand Exchange for a long time, Sears Village, House Teleport. Somebody out there is going to say the Crafting Cape, Farming Guild Cape, great capes. If you got that money, money, get the Construction Cape, great teleports. But if you haven't done your diaries, I'm going to assume you don't have that money, money. So teleporting right to the grand exchange is probably the closest teleport you'll get to a bank for a long time yeah i still use it and it's just yeah it's just convenient i have a portal of it in my house i don't actually have it in my nexus because i built a portal long before i had a portal nexus up in my po gotcha gotcha so you didn't want to like too much change <laughs> exactly yeah it's just been there forever yeah that's i think that's one of the the most quality of life in the early game is the ability to get it to the grand because you i mean even i would say even as an iron man but as a main account you go to the grand exchange all of the time it's the unofficial meeting place of everyone in the game everything yes yeah like you're like hey can i can i uh can i borrow something yeah meet me at the ge like everyone goes to the ge and it's actually in my nexus and it's the left-click teleport in my Nexus because I go there so often. And arguably, you know, if you have the construction level, sometimes it's more efficient to use the jewelry, jewelry box because you can do it with the Ring of Wealth in the jewelry box. But even then, I still use the Medium Diary reward for <laughs> changing the Varrock Tele in my Nexus. So I, as a main account, who has a crafting cape, a farming cape, and a con cape, I still use the GE teleport all of the time. Because to me, it's a habit that I have formed. Sears Village is probably closer. There's probably a lot closer banks. But my rationale is that if I go to Sears Bank and I need something, I'm going to go to the Grand Exchange anyway. And half the time I'm at the bank, I'm either going to sell something or buy something from my bank or for my bank. So I don't know. 
I've just rationaled that if I'm going to G, if I'm going to do the GE anyway, I'm just going to go to the GE. So I'm glad you brought that one up because it's very my, obtainable. My left click, my left click Nexus is Sears Village, um, just because it's close to a bank. But I literally just went to the Grand Exchange to decant some potions because I got a thermi task. Technically, it's a smoke devil task, but a thermi task because why would I kill regular smoke devils? Um, What's the requirements for that diary? I think that would be something. Nothing super crazy. So this is probably the most difficult of what I've listed. Also, you can buy battle staffs from this diary, sidetrack, which used to be a really good money maker, yeah. but now it's only about 300 GP per battle staff. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe that will bounce back. They will always be over 7,500 GP, though. So no matter what, battle staffs will make you a little bit of money if you want to start investing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It used to be that if you had the Elite Diary, that if you got a, if you went and got your battle staffs every single day for the entire month, that you could fund a bond. But bonds are kind of expensive right now. So I don't know if that's still true. But I have to think that the price of bonds is somewhat close it's somewhat closely related to the price of battle staffs just because so many people do that. But um, I watched a video earlier that said that you can get 3.9 mil at the time that they recorded it. If you bought battle staffs every single day with the elite diary. So I don't know if that's higher or lower now, but like nearly four mil, even if that is what you get now with the elite diary, I mean with the elite diary, uh, Actually, no. Hold on. I'm really bad at math. Yeah. Now you only make $1.3 million at the current profit margins with the Elite Diary. Significantly less per if month? you have the Medium Diary. Wow. For two weeks. Oh, for two weeks. Okay. Oh, right. So because... Two point six, uh, dude, 7. I forgot that a bond is F-A. only 14 days. F-A. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I would think the bonds are closer linked to price of membership the increase of price of bonds that will be coming this month Oof. question mark should we buy some but, bonds as a merch who knows <laughs> i don't know but yeah so the notable things you have to do a lot of quests mm. you have to do a lot of quests for this enlightened journey garden of tranquility dig site a soul's bane a lot of these are super easy quests a soul's bane tree gnome village gertrude's cat for me, I thought the most difficult one was Garden of Tranquility because I hate farming. I just said a couple weeks ago I think it would make a funny movie. I do think it would make a funny <laughs> movie. Back when I had 25 farming, this quest was awful. Um, Nothing else is really... The dig site might be the hardest one on that because of the favor that you need. Do you need to have dig favor site? to do the dig site quest? Or am I thinking of <laughs> Bon Voyage? Yes, you're thinking of Bon Voyage. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And it's kudos, not favor. Oh, kudos. I was like, Michael, what are you talking about? This is why you're my co-host. Also, you got to perform all four emails from the stronghold of security. That means you have to have your account authenticated. Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> Which you should so, have done already. But just in case you haven't, now's your chance, right? What are the four emotes? Is it... I don't even know. Is it like Bro, the I jog, do. sit up? Push up, jump start. No, those are no. Those are the, the <sighs> drill demon. It's idea, stamp, flap, and slap head. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Red skirt. Should dragon plate skirt chick? Yeah, love it. I've had those unlocked for so long. I don't even remember 
that you get them from the stronghold. God, I remember when those emotes were like new when they came up, or the stronghold was so cool. <laughs> That's one thing, and this is a tangent, by the way. Get ready for it. That's one thing I wish that they would overhaul is some of the emotes. Um, RS3 has some really, really cool emotes. And if I was a JMod and I could do anything, uh, they always ask this question, like, what is one thing you would do in the game? Add, remove, blah, you know, unpulled. I would sit there and spend at least six months reworking every single skill cape emote to be epic. Some skill cape emotes, yes. Some would be a classic and you can't touch it, like the agility one. That one's epic already. The dance, the dance emote. You can't touch the dance emote. So I would rework the skill cape emotes and I would add new ones to complement the classic ones. But just some, I mean, like if you, like I said, if you've ever been in RS3, their emotes are so cool. I don't know. The, the, like RuneScape's, old school RuneScape's emotes are lacking. It's not a huge part of the game. Don't get me wrong. It's very minuscule. But for me, it's one of the cool things about a skill cape is the first thing you do when, when you get a new skill cape is everybody says, emote plugs, emote plugs. And you go and you do your skill cape emote. And is it takes what people point say two seconds you... to chop. It takes point two seconds for your character to like break this rock that you got with your 99 mining skill cape emote. And you're like, was that worth it? No, it wasn't worth it. I'll never do that emote again. Um, but then you have emotes like the agility one that takes you five stories in the air and you get to like slide down a really cool pool pole. And it just seems unbalanced. Tangent over. We're talking about diaries. <laughs> the one that I would like to see them bring is the trick emote from the Halloween event way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Where you like put your hands up in the air and all the bats came up. Oh, from behind yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I really liked that emote. Dude. JMods, if you're I couldn't listening. remember the name of it, but yeah, we we had it as a as a question on our Halloween uh, quiz, our Halloween trivia night, all those months ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was the what was the emote called? The trick emote. No, was that the was that the question? Yeah, was... it was like what was the emote from like the 2009 or 2010 uh, Halloween event? Let me look it up. RS3 trick emote. It was the 2009 Christmas event. Oh, interesting. Oh, it was the 2008 Halloween. Trick, known in the 2009 Christmas event as Scare, was the emote released in the 2008 Halloween event. <laughs> what? I was definitely playing in 2008. So that's. I, was, I remember this was one of my first emotes I unlocked because the 2008 Halloween event, was that the... Oh my god, no. This was where you had to go around and talk to all the damn um Bro, I'm gonna trip out right now. Yeah, you had to talk to all <laughs> the people in Draenor and the the witch showed up. Oh my god, did you get like the purple cat after this? Was that a thing? Hmm. When did you get the purple cat? I don't know. I don't remember much about two thousand eight, but I do remember the emote. Oh man. <laughs> I do. I do. Man, that was so cool. Ox is going that down memory lane, so y'all. Cool. Get to be in costumes, man. It was so cool. Oxy has left the podcast. <laughs> yeah. The first one I did was a 2007 event, which gave the Grim Reaper hood, I think. Ooh. Yeah, it was. 
2007 was... Because I remember hoping it would be tradable. It was not tradable. <laughs> I think I played, like, the year after they made everything untradable. And you... It was, like, the Easter event or something. And we got this rubber chicken. And everybody was freaking out. Uh, I think that was 2005. So... I think they made everything untradeable in 2004. So, but anyway, the Easter event was this rubber chicken. That's the most notable item that I remember having. And it's still on my RS3 account. I don't know if there's a way that now you can go back as like an account now and do those events and re-get all of the like uh, rewards from the past. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if they do, like how they do it now with... OSR says if you do the Christmas event, you get every Christmas item that they ever had. But I don't know if it's like that for for Which is really 3. annoying, <laughs> really annoying on a new account with limited bank space. Oh, because you have to sit there and destroy. You can't just drop mm-hmm. it. You have to destroy it. It is annoying. But we digress. Diaries. <laughs> Diaries. Um, those are the ones I had for you, Michael. What do you have for us this fine evening? So I have some that compliment yours, actually. Um, you were talking about the Wilderness Diary and how nobody's going to use that teleport to Artie. Well, if you don't use the teleport to Artie, what you could do is get the Artie Easy Diary done. Now, I, you're saying to yourself, Michael, everybody knows that. Well, if you play a main account, you don't really know that. That's like an Iron Man strat. It's in the Osiris guide for Iron Man to like get the arty easy done so that you have a teleport. But this easy diary gives you the only unlimited teleport for an easy diary, which I think is interesting. Whoever the JMod was that really screwed up on balancing, um, hats off to you because you just made one of the best early game teleport items in the game. Uh, it's very close to a fairy ring, so... Even as a main account, um, it's going to be probably your closest free unlimited teleport to a fairy ring. Uh, teleports you to the Kandrin Monastery. So as a low-level account without a lot of ways to, you know, get those teleports besides the Grand Exchange, arguably, um, it's a great way to get around. So, And it's got very, very easy, very, very easy uh, requirements. I think you do Fight Arena and Biohazard, and you're good. You may not even need Fight Arena. I'm not sure. For sure you need Biohazard, though. So, Arty Easy. Um, with that, you have the Arty Medium and the Arty Hard. So, just the Arty Diary in general, but this one's on this, like, the spectrum of like unknown or like lesser-known things. When you do the Arty Medium Diary, it gives you a 10% increased chance to be able to successfully pickpocket in... Ardoin in the within the city. Um, so you're gonna be less likely to get noticed at stalls. And if you only did the Artie Medium diary and you were pickpocketing Artie Knights, it's 10% chance that you're gonna do it more successfully. When you get the Artie Hard diary done, that 10% chance increases to all of Gilinor. So if you want to be a good little thief and not get caught around Gilinor, and just have a better chance at making money, do the Artie Hard Diary. Uh, the Artie Elite is kind of, you know, one of those common 
if you have it in the in the in the easy diary now it's an unlimited teleport so you get unlimited teleports to the Kandran monastery as well as unlimited teleports to the farming patch which is great for farm runs i will say one thing that not a lot of people know maybe not a lot of like mid game people know the arty cloak is one of the better capes it is the best in slot stabbed cape which is so interesting that they made a diary item one of the best in slots. I don't know if the hard diary cape has any good stats, but for sure, the elite diary has the best in slot stabs. So much so that you can get a max cape variant of a diary item. It's kind of crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen anybody walk around with a purple max cape, but that's what that is. It is pretty sick. I feel like it's one of those ones I'm going to buy just for fashion scape. Hell, I'm going to buy all of them. So... <laughs> My my dumbass almost said, wait, you haven't already bought it? You think too highly of me, Oxy. You think too highly of me. I wouldn't be sitting here fishing while we're recording if I was maxed. Maybe you're going for the pet, dude. Maybe you're going for the pet. Who knows? Um, I hate that pet. If I got it, I don't think I would even claim it. I don't know. We'll see. I... I say that out loud, right? And now I'm rethinking everything because I do like the blue heron version. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go do more temporos. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway. The next one I want to talk about is the Falador Diary. So whereas Oxy picked like specific like things, like specific actual diaries, I'm kind of doing the whole diary as a whole. So... Not much to say about the Fally Easy, but the Fally Medium Diary, just the Medium Diary, gives you an increased chance of getting clues from Falador guards. This is interesting for two reasons. Medium diary, medium diaries are not hard. I think Medium Diaries are base 50s. So if you're an early level Iron Man account, that's not hard to get. And guards are very easy to kill. So whereas most people would go and they would like farm eclectic implings to get the medium clues, this gives an alternative that's maybe less, um, uh, I would say like less strenuous. I don't know. Because like for me, catching implings is very boring and it's very, very, very strenuous. I'm thinking of another word. Tedious. For me, catching implings is very tedious in in puro puro pearl pearl uh because you have to like push through the the hay and sometimes the implant gets away or a bot grabs it so if you could just sit there with a cannon maybe not even a cannon maybe just run around with a dragon scimitar like two shot those guards you have a better chance of getting uh medium clues i think it's a one in 106 if i read the 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 wiki correctly so it's very easy uh this is a lesser known thing and it's not as important as some of the other ones we talked about. But if you end up getting the Falador Elite Diary done and you're still mining at Motherload Mine, God bless your soul. But you're going to have an increased chance of receiving better ore while you're doing it. Um, and this is made possible by the Shield 4, which a lesser known thing about this is you don't need to wear the shield. If you've ever been to Motherload Mine, there are two things people are wearing. They're wearing the Varrock Armor 4, for two reasons, I'll get into that, and they're wearing the Falador Shield. Neither item needs to be worn 
in the motherload mine. This was a huge pet peeve of mine while I was there for hundreds of hours. The main point of this is you don't need to wear the shield. The shield is is not a part of the actual... Uh, I say this because some of the diaries, you need to be wearing the item to get the effect. Other diaries, you don't need to wear the item to get the effect. The, the, the Artie Hard diary that I just talked about, you don't need to wear the cloak to get the effect of the increased pickpocket chance. It just happens. It's a set effect. It's like a... It's called a passive. It's a passive effect. Thank you, Maxi. In your account. So you don't need to wear the shield while collecting the ore. That being said, Varrock armor, I mentioned it earlier. This has really nothing to do with the whole diary conversation. It's more of, like I said, just a pet peeve. So there's two reasons why people wear the Varrock armor. It is to get the increased chance at ore while wearing it, and it acts as a prospector top. So if you have full prospector and you have Varrock Armor 4, you don't need the you don't need the prospector top because Varrock Armor 4 replaces it. I feel like what a lot of people have done is potentially gotten full prospector at some point, and then they got Varrock Armor 4 and they sold their prospector top. I can't blame anybody if they've done that. But why would you do that? Um, so for those people who are wearing the top, I don't know. To me, it just seems like I could get a, I could get a, down a whole tangent of just complaining about it. Again, it's a pet peeve of mine. I apologize. The reason I say you don't need to wear Varrock Armor 4 in Motherload Mine is because the Varrock Armor perk does not apply to pay dirt. It's a common misconception that it applies to all ore. There's a huge like exceptions list that pay dirt is not affected. I've seen people wear it while they're mining dense essence. It does not affect dense essence. I can't say that word without like sounding it out. It's a tongue twister. So there's certain exceptions to Varrock Armor 4 and pay dirt is a big one. It does not affect pay dirt. It only affects like the actual ore. So that's why I say you don't need to wear it because you're not getting any sort of special effects from it. Other diaries I think are very important. I could talk about Lumbridge all night with just the quality of life improvements that you get from this diary. I'll briefly mention it. But one of the big, one of the main things besides not having to have a Draman staff is you get an extra block on your Slayer block list after you've done the Lumbridge Elite Diary. This can be very important. Helps you with doing efficient Slayer. Now, the Lumbridge Elite Diary is pretty hefty. I'm not going to lie to you. You need 88 smithing, which is boostable. So you need 85 smithing, and you need the quest point cape. So as Jagex adds more quests to the game that diary becomes harder and harder. So, you know, if there's a huge Grandmaster quest that has a higher requirement than 88 smithing, well, you have to go and do that before you can get your Lumbridge Elite Diary. But once you have it, you have a great perk with the Slayer block list add. And you don't have to have a Draman Staff anywhere, ever, ever again for Fairy Rings. If you, if they took away every single diary, and every single reward, and they said pick one, that's the one I'm picking. Number one, best reward in the game. 
such a good quality of life. Because I use fairy rings all the time. If you're doing clue scrolls, if you're going anywhere, uh, I think a close second would probably be the Rod is Blessing 4. I think that's another great, great diary reward. But Lumber and Draenor has a special place in my heart. <laughs> but um, It's a good diary. Yeah. Are you close to uh are you close to your diary cape? I feel like we haven't checked in on this. Yeah, I have three more steps. Um I have to convince some poor souls to let me run one or two games of Barbarian Assault and then leave immediately <laughs> uh so I can get my healer level five. We need eighty five fletching, which I haven't trained, and ninety one thieving. Not eighty five, ninety five fletching and ninety one thieving, which I haven't trained either. So Oh, I did do a CM the other day, and I didn't pull my hair out, but I did gain thieving XP from it. Hey, so we got close to pulling our hair out. <laughs> Chambers is garbage, but so you're saying you did a you did a <laughs> challenge mode raid and got thieving XP? Yeah, the thieving room. <laughs> So an I trained in the thieving room. Like it's like three k thieving XP. Less hey, it, than that, but that's more thieving XP I've earned uh, in a long time. It counts. It counts. Of course it does. Oh man, I got one more, and then I think we'll send these folks off to break. How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay. So to round us out on diaries that really, really could help your account, um, the Western Provinces hard diary is going to allow you to purchase Elite Void. So it is going to cost you more pest points. So you are going to have to do more pest control once you've already got regular Void. So for 200 pest control points, you purchase the top and the bottom, and all of your helmets will work, and the gloves will still work. So you'll just need the top and the bottom. So for 400 more pest control points, you get a plus 3 prayer bonus and 2.5% um, higher damage boost. So, and that's ranged magic. So it's great. I think it's great. It is great. Let me speak on this one here for a second. Go for it. I was not a fan of the void grind before I did it. Does that make sense? Does that sound like you? I'm not a fan of doing this thing because I've heard it's shitty, but I haven't done it. <laughs> it's not that bad, the void grind, truly. And in order to get the hard diary done, I think you have to do the void anyway, right? So for the elite tier, you have to complete a set of elite void, right? So you have to do it for the Western Provinces elite diary anyway. Elite void, we don't really talk a whole lot about. It's not in our like necessary list of untradeables that you have to get, which is weird because it probably should be. It's not really recommended to take most places but you can take it everywhere Mm -hmm. does that make sense it gives a set effect bonus based on what helmet you're wearing so the top the bottom and the gloves the top and bottom are the elite void part and the gloves are just the normal gloves and whatever helmet you're wearing corresponds to whatever bonuses you're going to get in that attack style um you literally can take it anywhere i wouldn't take it to slayer no. Because of the bonuses of a Slayer Helm. But just general bossing, if you're trying to learn bossing, learn Vorkath, learn Zalra, wouldn't take it to KBD because of the wilderness, you know? 
maybe if you hate yourself and you want to learn KQ, you know, there's lots of potential to take Void in. The notable two are learning um, Chambers of Zarek, which eh, is hit or miss whether or not you learn Chambers and Void. I know some people who are avid void wearers at yeah, chambers. Well, I think it's more. I never have been. I think it's but... more about like the less. I think it's about yes. less switches. It is less switches. It's only a four way switch usually. It's weapon, backpack, necklace, helmet mm-hmm. in void. So it's very easy. It's also a theater of blood, which is kind of crazy. So in case you're you're really hoping for some high level content, you take void to learn tob. I still take void to hard mode TOB. I don't do that many hard modes, but when I do, I take void. And if you got some extra ducats, you can make it look really cool with the, uh, then you know, I got that kid on there, baby. What's it called? Shattered relics. Shattered relics ornament. Yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. It looks sick. Kind of looks like mm-hmm. a Mandalorian that Mandalorian <laughs> melee helmet? That makes a whole thing. Because the mage helmet looks dumb as shit, but the Mandalorian melee helmet looks super cool. Which is disappointing, because when I bring Void now to Tom, uh, usually I'm North Freeze, so I bring Void Mage and Void Range. Mm. Um, but I don't take Void melee anymore. I take Bandos. So I don't even get to wear the Mandalorian helmet anymore. You just got to be less it sucks, good. Yeah. Just be less good. Bro, I try. <laughs> I try to be less good all the time. <laughs> You know what? They keep inviting me back. (laughs) Oh, hey, so I mentioned uh, sending you to break. Well, I lied. There's one other thing I want to talk about, and I kind of mentioned this at the top. So all the rewards aside, having a goal to complete each tier of the diary is probably the best way to progress your account if you have no other goals in this game. So if you're going for the easy diaries... It's basically base 20s. I think there's a, like, with each of these, there's, like, one outlier skill that you have to get a little bit higher. There are some just, like, Karamja Easy Diary. It's like, go to Karamja. Talk to a local on Karamja. Kill a monkey on Karamja. Mine a piece of gold. What? (laughs) The, The Lumbridge Medium Diary has absolutely no business being, like, absolute joke get 75 combat and have 40 something hunter which they released that before birdhouses i think so like you suck (laughs) like that's such a stupid diary requirement yeah so some of these like i say base 20s but like oxy said there's some that are just like outlandishly weird um so easies are base 20s mediums base 50s so if you're like starting out the mid game you're going to be wanting to collect all the medium diaries because you're probably there. Uh, Hard diaries, pretty much base 75s. And at that point, correct me if I'm wrong, Oxy, at that point, there's two things that are happening. You are very near to 2K total if you have like one or two 99s. And you are starting to get in the late portion of the mid-game. Base 75s? Oh, yeah. Hard diaries? You're necessarily, I don't know if you're necessarily close to 2K total with base 75s, but yeah, you're definitely getting there. Yeah. So if you want to have 
specific goals, I would say try and center them around completing each tier of the diary. My goal for the longest time was elite diary completion, which in turn, I just completed all of them, right? That was my diary cape. But there was like a lot of specific goals that I had within getting all the elites done that really helped me progress my account. Um, 86 rune crafting was huge. Getting 93 Slayer was huge. 91 Fishing was big. So, like, there was a lot of things that helped me to to kind of get to where I am today in the maxing grind, but also complete a pretty huge goal of getting the Diary Cape. Now, if your goal... <laughs> so, say, say you're in the 50s right now. Say you're just starting the mid-game. And your goal is to get to the Diary Cape. Slow your old cowboy. Let's go one diary at a time, right? So if you're if you got the mediums done, move on to the hard diaries. If you got the hard diaries done, let's tackle the elite diaries. I will say there's no shame in completing some of the elite diaries like having a mixture. So like if you're working towards the the medium diaries and say you can complete a hard diary, just do it. There are certain benefits that will like super benefit your account your your account will never be hindered by doing a diary for sure it'll it'll never be hindered boredom is not a hindrance from certain grinds your account will never be hindered from doing a diary yeah if you can smash out the candor and hard diary very soon that's going to help you a lot along the way with your uh, agility grind if you can smash out the Mauritania hard diary early on, that's going to help you when you grind barrows. So like there are certain exceptions to the rule. Um, so definitely take a look at the rewards and see if those are things you can do early. Those two diaries specifically, I would say do earlier than later, just because at some point barrows is not the same moneymaker that it used to, <laughs> that it always was. And you know, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to miss out on a lot of good XP at Sears if you don't get the Candor and Hard Diary done by the time you're like 70 or 80 uh, 70 or 80 agility. So we could probably have an entire episode centered around like diaries and goals because we know Oxy and I love to Was talk about... Was that not this episode? <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> what have we spent the last hour talking about? What? More specifically <laughs> like breaking down the like the goal setting with each diary like i know we I, I literally just talked for like the last five minutes about it but i could talk for you know an hour plus but um <laughs> no you're right no you're right say, <laughs> call me out I like that be sick but i'm confused and <laughs> if you're confused and you're just like oxy maybe you need a break so I think that's a good point to what a leave us off. What a transition, baby. <laughs> that's why we pay him the adult money. Michael, I'm going to send these people off to a break because I'm going to get some water. Okay. Yeah, stick around after because we'll talk about some fun stuff. Please don't leave. Please. Leave. Do it. Please don't leave. leave. Go do your leave. No. Go do your diaries. Oh, yeah. Bye. Come back. <laughs> Thank you.
Hello, hello. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Simon Templeton, owner, operator, sole proprietor, and chief executive officer of Simon Templeton's Totally Legitimate Archaeological Expeditions. You've actually caught me out here at an interesting time. I'm doing work for the Varrock Museum, and as a matter of fact, you've come by at just the right time. You see that pyramid? At the top rests a smaller, shinier pyramid. It's not a very tough trek up, but you see, that's my problem. Last time I tried to go up there, I really hurt my back on the way down, so I haven't been feeling up to the climb lately. But that's where you come in. You see, I've got a guy. He's willing to pay top dollar for those pyramid tops. So I'll make you a deal. For every pyramid top you get me, I'll toss you 10,000 gold. That's right, that's a one with one, two, three, four zeros at the end of it. No diminishing returns, just cold, hard cash. So what do you think? We got a deal? Yep, wait, don't answer that. Just meet me here at my base camp outside the pyramid tomorrow morning. If you get lost on your way over, the pyramid is right next to the edge of the world. Literally, there's nothing there. You stare at the void, the void stares back. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Can't wait to do business with you, partner. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial and water and cough syrup and cough drop break because I know I sure did. This is the part of the show where we shout out the patrons while killing Thermi and while trying not to cough through the names of the people who support us. You're all wonderful. So let's get into it, as always, starting with the Wise old man tier in alphabetical order again this week. Turns out the issue was my end, not Patreon's. I don't know why. In any case, we have <clears throat> Scape Caution, Elagio, Bolomer, Basket, Benjamin R, Hadadbod, C. Gladney, Lumpy Tofu, Creamed Ham, Durf Nasty, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D. Falconer, Flying Castiel, Forest Tree, Fortimus, Imbi Jones, Jack M, Jake W, Jordy, Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, 999-999, Poorly Hung, aka Ice Wallow, is his full name now on Patreon. Let's go. Russ, Oxy's Left Nut, indeed mine. Um, Salted Snake, Soggy Waffles, Shadow, Swag Daddy 3000, which sounds fake, but is an actual Wise Old Man tier supporter. Toast, No Toast, Troll, Tyler H, and Without a K. That is, I realize that that's, it's Tyler H, comma, and capital W, Without a K, is his Discord name. His real name is Zach. But without a kick, whatever. I realize it, it made it sound like there's it's a Tyler with an H, but no K. <laughs> the fever dreams are hitting me, folks. Thank you to our wise old man tier supporters. Now, on to our King Black Dragon supporters. We have my dad. Thanks, Dad. Cookies and Milf. Draven. Kroll. The Lord Jake himself. Our third favorite supporter, Ralph and spartan fire thank you all so much for supporting us at 
the wise old man and the kbd tier or at any tier we do appreciate all the support i'm not even going to try to milk it because i'm tired and i'm not good at this <laughs> but we love you all for all your support even if i'm awkward talking about it and if you do want to support us over on patreon make sure you go to patreon.com slash xp waste um we're thinking about possibly putting some merch patreon merch patreon specific merch anyway more to come on that oxy and i have to kind of flesh that out but maybe look maybe look into it michael we got some emails this week didn't we we finally. did after so 60 excited. weeks of begging the people we did finally <laughs> get emails this week man we uh, i i feel like we gotta tread lightly here we're gonna get way too many emails to answer so it's funny you mentioned that because i was actually thinking about it we have two segments that we do after the break three actually four we have a lot of things to do after the break um patreon will never change we're always going to do shout outs we're always going to do a fun question the two kind of ones that are a little bit more liquid we could or could not do the community question and we could or could not do the achievement of the week now in the event that we get like 50 emails for the achievement of the week a we're going to have to pick some to read can't read all 50 and b that might just like push the community question to not doing it so i don't know at this point it's manageable but if you guys go crazy and send us a bunch of emails then maybe we'll just prioritize the emails and maybe still have the community question but not read all of the answers um I think Michael is planning too far ahead for, like I said, three emails that we received. But we love a little bit of podcast planning. I will also mention now, because I think it's relevant, we have not gotten any postcards. So if you want to send us a postcard. What the hell? You can spam us with the postcards, so if you want frankly. To send us a postcard. Send it to I'm just going to blur out Michael's whole screen right there because he flashes address like eight different times. So if you want to... There's just a big sensor bar on Michael's screen right now on YouTube. X-2-A-C- you guys can't even see the address. Uh, go to P.O. Box 634. P.O. Box 634. Haslett, Texas 76052. And um, send us a postcard. I really, really want a postcard. Um, I'm going to put them up on the wall or something. I think it would be fun. So if you... If you have a fun question idea, send it via postcard. We'll we'll read it. So we're going to do our, quickly, we're just going to do the community question from last week. Um, and that was, what is your favorite thing to do that is not old school RuneScape? We got some fun ones. Um, let's see. Starting us out, T-Pace, our friend Tyler. Swap my addiction for fishing in RuneScape and go fishing IRL. Love that. Or watch endless amounts of fishing tournaments. I don't know if I love that, but I feel like fishing IRL is 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 a fun pastime. Um, fishing is great IRL, but I imagine fishing is exciting to watch when they have fish. Yes. <laughs> um, Imbi actually says, I love, love, love cooking. There's nothing that warms the soul more than creating and sharing meals with pals. Love that. Sounds like one of the many challengers. <laughs> Jake, A-I-C-S-T-P, says off-roaring and trail riding. I'm wondering if they meant off-roading. I was going to say 100% meant (laughs) off-roading. Yes. Holy Druid said golfing. (laughs) 
A bad round of golf is always better than a day at work or boating and swimming. All three of those I can get behind. Um, as a sport that doesn't get much love, I, li- I actually really like to golf. I'm not good at it, um, but it's one of my dad's favorite things to do. So if there's ever a free day and it's nice outside, he's like, hey, Mike, let's go swimming. Or, hey, Mike, let's go golfing. I could also swim if I wanted to. Anyway, um, Charlie B said weightlifting and exercise, also driving around and listening to music. Now, in today's economy, driving around aimlessly listening to music is not very uh, cost-effective. It was when I was a teenager. That's kind of one of the things you do as a teenager. You just got your license. You just want to drive. And so your your, your mom's like, where are you going? You're like, I don't know. I'm just going to drive around. Cool. You do that. I can't because gas is expensive. Vince says, I love riding my bike and playing Pokemon Go. Uh, I question if you're doing those at the same time, because I'm pretty sure you could if you wanted to. Another Pokemon Go player. Let's go. <laughs> uh, okay. If you post, if you join our TNL Discord, um, and you go to the other games channel, you're 100 percent going to find Senor Leo Nasty posting about Pokemon Go at least three times a day. So if you need friends, not three times a day, but he certainly does post about there a lot, which is awesome because. I'm not nearly as avid of a goal player as I used to be, but it's always nice to be still to see people play in the game yeah. to the capacity that I used to enjoy it, right. which is nice. We have like seven more, so I'm going to go quickly on these next ones. Untoasted says, my favorite thing to do besides OSRS is MMOs. Okay, so World of Warcraft and Elder Scrolls Online and running Dungeons and Dragons. I've been taking a break since near the end of Bingo, so I've been doing a lot of those. And that's Toast. Hey, Toast. We miss you. Um, D&D is amazing. I am still editing the extra episode for May, if you're part of our Patreon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Duke Bradley. I'm oh, sorry. Seymour. Welding projects. I've messed around with sculpture, um, sculptural, but I'm better at structural and functional. Right now, I'm working on a fire pit for our deck. That is sick. I feel like welding is one of those skills that I would love to have. Uh, Duke Bradley says, I raise livestock and find it extremely rewarding. Goats, alpaca, chickens, and pheasants. It's a ton of work on top of working full-time, but 99 farming IRL. (laughs) Bean the means. Um, Love working out, kayaking, and riding my motorcycle. You guys are way more active than me, and it's apparent that I spend too much time inside after reading all of these. On Rihanna. I'm I'm pretty sure I butchered that. I apologize. My favorite way to spend my free time is to work on music slash playing guitar. Planning to release music for the first time this year. Hell yeah. Actually, this next one from Park is a a music-related one, too. Probably playing in my band Juco. Writing songs, playing shows. It's a blast. I also started rock climbing during the pandemic. Such a fun sport. Dude, rock climbing? Let me just tell you, I'm not good at it. My upper body strength is almost zero. So anything having to do with like pulling yourself up, not not good. The Man 2110. Whatever is free each month on PlayStation Plus. I found so many awesome games through the years and gotten so many fond memories. Plus, it forces me away from old school RuneScape. This game we all hate. Smiley face. <laughs> sure. Finally, on the Spotify shoutouts. Funkavale? You know, I practiced it and still said it. 
like that. Anyway, sorry if I'm butchering that. Personally, I enjoy weightlifting and long distance running. Aside from that, I love learning new songs on the piano, bass, and or guitar. Also working on new beats and music production in general is a blast. That's a hell yeah. Um, We've always talked about wanting to do like a music-centered episode, and we might still try and do that someday. Um, We just have to kind of plan it out a little more than just saying, hey, listen to old school RuneScape music. (laughs) Maybe we'll we'll interview somebody. Kamakeen, looking at you. Did you know that he commented on uh on one of our episodes the other day? Oh, he did. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, let me see if I can find it. What did he say? Yo, this this sucks compared to what I'm. No. <laughs> see. <laughs> okay, I can't find it. I know he commented because I saw it in our little our little YouTube app that we have. All right, so moving on to the YouTube ones, and then we'll go to our achievement of the week. Valeric said, "I I do Sudoku's." You know those random books of Sudoku's you see at the airport bookstore or at the post office? I have a couple completed ones on my shelf. That is awesome. Sudoku's are hard, and I commend you for that. Um, Forestry. Love to run. I've laced up and gone out pretty much every day since I was a kid. I completed, uh, I've competed at various levels, ending a little bit after graduating university, but I still find myself carving out time each day to do it though I don't really consider myself fast anymore. It's the first thing I do. It's the first thing I think about in the morning, and it gives my heart a small flutter to think about the simple act of moving through space like that, one foot in front of the other. I've always lived in a small town, so it's not unusual unusual to be recognized as the runner guy. Thank you for that. That was <laughs> like a simple question of like, hey, what do you like to do besides RuneScape? That was a that was an amazing answer. So forestry, more power to you. And then finally, Ryan, um, aka Oxy's Left Nut, says going on real life adventures with my boy. And added, and thinking about what I'm going to do once I get back on old school RuneScape. <laughs> yes, Ryan, that is the intended answer of this question: is what do you like to do besides RuneScape? Think about RuneScape. That's what we like to do. <laughs> you know what? He's not even wrong. Though. Not wrong at all. So that is the community question. Thank you so much for everybody who answered it. If you want to answer this week's community question, it is going to be, what is your favorite diary reward at any given diary level? What is your favorite reward you can get from a diary? So answer that over on Spotify and on the pinned comment on this YouTube video. Get better at that every week. So... Give myself a round of applause for not messing that Thank up. Thank God. Thank God I don't have to do that because I would not get that correct. <sighs> it only took what? Like, any week. Doing like 30 weeks of community questions? Yeah, just, you know, a couple dozen takes <sighs> here and there. No big deal. Yeah. The cold opener might be the amount of times you've tried to pronounce words this episode and were unable to pronounce words. Do. Most of it has gotten cut out, but I swear there's been like four different instances. <laughs> Or Michael just couldn't speak English oh today. It's terrible. Good times, head. <laughs> yeah. Coupled by the amount of times that Oxy has just like coughed in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm hoping you guys don't hear any of it. I'm hoping you're able to cut all of it out. Um, even if I have to cut myself off at times, but yeah, just turn yourself it's down. been, I don't know, real fun. You know what? We're two competent, consciously competent people doing a podcast. <laughs> 
Here we go again. <laughs> do we have a do we have a, any achievements of the week? I think we mentioned it. Of course we do. it a little bit earlier. Of course we do. So like we said, we do have some emails, which was an interesting, fun little first for us. We do have some emails, and bulk of these emails actually had achievements of the week. Bulk meaning two of the three. So that's pretty neat. I'm going to start off with the one that wasn't an achievement, though. This one is from a guy who goes by Skittles2030. He says... I'm a sheriff's deputy who drives all night, and I really enjoy listening to podcasts while patrolling, but haven't found one I can really relate with until I found this one. I've been going back and listening to all of this, so thank you for that. Thank you, Skittles. We appreciate that. Glad you're listening to us while out on the job. I have a question for you, Skittles. Um, So we do like a a little, hi, welcome back to XP Base, where, and then we say something random every day, like every episode. Oxy and I switch back and forth. So as you're going back and listening to all the episodes, let us know which which one of those has been your favorite. And if you're not Skittles and you want to answer that question, um, let us know. Because I'm always interested to see like which one people thought were funny, which one people oh, were confused about. End of the year. <laughs> it's gotta be our end of the year poll. Oh we have to create a massive, oh, like a fifty something week poll. <laughs> With just like a bunch of multiple choice answers. Everyone can vote like up to three times. And then at the end of the year, right before we release the XP Waste year in review, we'll be like, what was the best uh, opening statement? Okay, there you go. That'll be it for sure. I love that. Okay, so maybe maybe wait to answer this question. But, you know, if you still want to email us and tell us what your favorite was. I always forget, like, the day after, like, the, the minute after I say it, I forget what I just said. So it, it's only relevant if you're going back and re-listening to them. The first one we ever did was, hi, welcome back to Icy Waste, where 73 is more than just a number. And I think that summarized... I didn't remember that. Yeah, it's the very first episode, which has like 3,000 streams. It's like still our number two most listened to episode. It's insane, actually. I know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to, de- to derail us again, Oxy. I was going to say... <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> at risk of Michael jumping in in the middle of this one as well. Just cover my mouth. <laughs> Put a bubble in it. At the risk of my own lungs trying to cut me off in the middle of this one too. Good Lord. So the second part of Skittles email says, I feel stuck in the mid game and can't really get past it. I have a quest point cape, but that's really it. How do I take the next step to bossing or raiding or really anything? I'm very inclined to answer this for you, but I won't because it's 1030 at night and I'm dying. (laughs) Michael and I actually talked about this one when you sent your email. He sent me the screenshot. We're thinking we're going to do a whole episode on this. We've got a lot of people who've shown interest in the idea of like progressing from this mid game that we always talk about mm-hmm. into the point where like we're at right now specifically with pvm how do you go from i had to kill zalra once and it was the worst thing ever to i ran 15 tops in a day how do you get there i've got a short Michael answer for you been... and the short answer is God, he did cut me off in the middle of his sentence michael uh <laughs> what's your short answer join tno that's that's my only it's my only uh advice for you right now until <laughs> you get to that up you don't have to put this in there you can keep talking if you want no You're no editing. it's too late it's unedited this is unedited <laughs> this is what we go through folks no but 
Michael and I were thinking about doing a full episode on this. So we're thinking about maybe finding someone to interview, someone from the high-level PVM community, not a scrub like Michael and I, someone who can actually play the game really well. Um, let's kind of talk about what that transition is like. There probably will be tips you have heard before, surely, but we're going to talk about this later because we really like this for an episode topic. Mm -hmm. We've liked it before you emailed us, and now that you've emailed us, we have more motivation to do it. So shout out to you, Thank Skittles. Thank you, Skittles. Now, in the vein of more achievements of the week... We have, I guess this is a skilling achievement, I guess. Um, it just applies to the whole account. This one's from Bert Macklin. Uh, he says, I felt bad that you said you never get an email from someone not in the Discord, so below is my achievement of the week. Bert Macklin hit 2.2 billion XP in 6,000 Cerberus kills this week. He's still chasing the pet. Damn. That's a lot of time committed to this account. 2.2 billion XP. He's obviously maxed at this point. I would like to see the virtual levels. They're on there. Oh my god, they are on there? Yeah. No way. In. Oh my god, they Maybe are on there. Maybe you just put the levels. Thieving? So we don't want to like call them out. Like, uh, well, you just put the picture on, on screen if you want. Wow, this is so yeah. cool. For the people who don't watch Spotify, thieving is maxed out. Wood cutting, fire making, cooking. Uh, yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. Must be pet hunting. I don't know if rune crafting is maxed out yet, or farming, or slayer. Frankly, the thing is in the way. But congratulations to you, Bert. That's a lot of time played. That's a lot of commitment. That's really cool. They are rank. <laughs> they're rank one eighty nine overall in the entire game. Top two hundred. That's awesome. Top 200. 200 mil sick. farming as well. Sorry, we didn't mention <clears throat> that. It was covered up. This one is from James. Uh, he said, you guys are asking for someone to send a big achievement, and I got my first quest cape on the group Iron Man on Mother's Day. Hell yeah. Woo! <laughs> that was like yesterday. I'm, I'm pretty certain that was yesterday. He sent us the email when he got the quest cape, nice. which is awesome. Congratulations to you, James, on the groupie pulling the, uh, pulling the quest cape. Combat achievements this week have been kind of weird because we haven't really had any firsts, but we've had a couple milestones, which I think is pretty interesting to talk about. They're both theater of blood related, and I'm going to shout them both out just because I saw the one and thought, oh, that's good. And then saw the other one and thought, holy shit. That's yeah, also good. Talk about both of these. <laughs> so for the first one. <laughs> We got a shout out TMD who finally got ranked in Theater Woo! of Blood. This one is a little personal for me as well because TMD was part of our learner team when we just took four learners through and like brute forced TOB until we finally got through it. That's why I say don't do that. It's horrible. It, it's horrible. Don't do it. You'll fail 90 times. I... That's not a random number. That is my board of shame at TOP. <laughs> is like 90 failed attempts. In any case, TMD finally got ranked. So shout out to you, brother. We made it. We're on the high scores for Theater of Blood. Can't no. take that away. Look at us. Look at us, man. Only took a year and a half. <clears throat> well, anyways. <laughs> the other achievement is from uh, our friend Kirez from TNL. We shouted her out a couple weeks ago for maxing. She also hit a top milestone, a little bit more than TMD. She hit 2,500 Theater of Blood this week. Very nice. In a duo, which 
Jesus Christ, that's a lot. That's so much DOB. Um, the only thing missing from her log is sanguine dust. Wow. Which, yikes, that sucks. I mean, doesn't seem horribly dry at 138 hard modes. At 138 hard modes, but still, man... <laughs> Yeah, you still one. You do all that top, and there's still one thing left to hunt for for the log. Like all that, and there's still one That's thing crazy. left. So on average, if if a top run takes 25 minutes, which I think I don't know, that feels average, right? Um, it's over a thousand hours just at Theater of Blood for that KC. Yes, for the regular KC. Wow. Yeah, I know the hard modes are a little bit more of a stricter time constraint, but. Still 138 hard modes. Jeezy. Anything to scoff at. So congratulations to the both of you, PVM. Woo. I'm going to call you both PVM queens this week. <laughs> Good job, folks. That's awesome. Those are really cool. They're really cool achievements to see. So I believe it's fun questions. Is time. it? That's exciting. The fun question comes to us from our fun questions Discord channel, which you have access to if you join the Patreon. So um, we've said it in the past, and I'll say it again. That is not a requirement to send us a fun question. Um, it is not a requirement to be in our Patreon, but if you want a place to post it, we are more likely to see it and remember it if uh, if you do give it to us in this fun question channel. So this one comes from Deathbeds, a.k.a. Jake AICSTP, one of the many Jake Army. Uh, I think their name, uh, they have a clan, or they have a Discord tag called Only Jakes. I can't remember. Anyway. Jake asked, if you could duo PK with any boss, who would it be? There's no like, and why, but we'll answer with why, as we always do. We're going to answer with and why. (laughs) We always do. So I have one. I only have one. It's a good one. And I'm hoping you don't steal it. But I'll let you go first. No, I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Okay. I do. So my one is not the one that most people think. Like, and I'm I'm going to put a caveat on this question. It can't be any phase of Verzik. That's just off the table. And it can't be... That wasn't who I was going to pick, like, but sure. the big bad. Also not who I was going to pick, but perfect. sure. So now that we're on the same page, I am going to duo PK with the Spider Queen herself, Seracnus. Can you imagine you're out there in the wilderness and this big bad spider just throws a web and you're stuck in it now. And then the second that they get unstuck, she's instantly out there just like, Whatcha! with the big, big spidery legs. And you're over here with Ice Barrage. I think that would be epic. I don't know if, if Seracnus is a female or if I'm misgendering them. She is. Okay, good. Yeah. So yeah, Seracnus is freaking epic. I, I was trying to think of like good PK mechanics and freezing is a huge one. So like if they're trying to get away, Seracnus with the webs. Um, and they, they get frozen for a couple seconds, and that gives me some time to run up an AGS spec them. I feel like that would be epic. And um, I don't know. Seracnus also has overhead prayers, I think, right? No? Okay, no. so Seracnus also no. has... No. No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Um, I had the wrong bug in mind. I'm like, yeah, bug has overhead prayers. That's That's okay, so no overhead prayers. But... If you do pray wrong, so say you're praying melee or you're praying range and it hits you with melee, it instantly heals them. So they have a way to combat like poor prayer switching 
and they could just, you know, textiles. And then the minions are kind of out there too. I don't know if that's included in this in this assessment of like, do the minions come along with them? Because what if you went and do a PK with Jad and suddenly you have healers that come with you and you know Jad can just like send a rock from a meteor, if you will, like just by hitting the ground and like they're running away and they don't know it. Skill specs would snap his keyboard <laughs> in half. I love skill specs for the fact that he's just like the the cool thing about him is watching him die and rage quitting. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Dead. Dead. Um, You're joking, bro. <laughs> Smashes a keyboard and like a Jad Mage hit. God, that'd be something. But Seracnus, I think like no other boss compares to the PK mechanics that, that come right from Seracnus. So who's... That would be a good one because you would just be Mage DPS while she tanks mm-hmm. because at that point... Who are you gonna not pray against? Right, you've got a melee minion as, as a duo. Who, who are you gonna? She's not got you covered against? with range. Yeah, bro. Who do you have? Who's your Who's your deep PK partner? Uh, well, now I kind of want to switch mine to Venonatus just so my spider can fight your spider. We could just watch and see who would win. My spider would certainly win. Really? What? You think so? Of f- yeah, my spider. Would I mean, win. we're talking like mid game boss to just like the one of the gods of the wilderness. So. I don't know. You'd have to like. Oh, please. She's not a god of the wilderness. I've killed her 1,100 times and she's hit me like <laughs> That's not true, by the way. That's an over-exaggeration. Um, oh. No, but uh, I think that would be fun. But no, that wasn't who I was going to pick, right? So you're right. <laughs> I'm going to set the scene because it's so stupid, okay. right? You're in the wilderness. You're trying to escape. I'm on your ass, right? I'm bolt ragging you, bolt ragging you, bolt ragging you. You went out to deep wilderness for some reason, right? You have no business being out there. So I'm bolt ragging you down. You're eating through all your food. You you just make it past Callisto in the multi-combat zone. Rookie mistake. By the way, you venture too far into multi. And then, boom, I hit you with an ice barrage. And then I'm off you for a second. You think, maybe I've lost interest. But then my PK partner comes out of nowhere. The giant mole burrows from underneath you and sucks you down and takes your loot. Because, like, you're not going to be expecting the giant mole to PK you. Absolutely not. With the dig mechanic? Oh, it's over. It's over. It's going to be like Deadpool. You're going to get killed by a Zamboni. I'm going to be out there. In my full PK, you're going, you're going to get killed by giant mole. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so good. She pops up out of nowhere, smacks you one time with her claw, burrows no, back no. down. You'll never find her. Yeah, like. <laughs> Even if she doesn't kill you, you'll be so bewildered by what just happened. You'll be like, was that the giant mole? Shing, 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 shing. The claws, Over, man. Built-in claws. Just dip them in dragon stone. No, those are my oh, claws. Your claws if, you're, if, you're, if you're too distracted by the giant mole, I'll just run them claws by kid. I did not expect that. but The real joke is that I'd be risking claws in the wilderness. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Oh, bro. No, that's so good. I didn't even consider something as simple as a dig mechanic. A stupid giant <laughs> mole would be. <laughs> like, yeah. Did the... Okay. Mechanics always work different in PvP situations. Can we say that when it digs, it actually sucks you down 
but the mechanic would be that you have like two ticks or one tick to react but if you miss it it's just like permadeath i think that would be amazing so you immediately assumed i would pick verzik because i like high level pvm Uh oh yeah what boss do i clap the ass cheeks all the time at this point verzik the world's best swordsman doesn't fear the world's second best swordsman. Yeah. They fear the world's worst swordsman <laughs> because they are unpredictable and they have a dig mechanic that goes off whenever it feels like. If I couldn't take Giant Mole, who am I taking? Who am I squatting up with if I can't take Giant Mole? No. You want to know why? Because I got a lot of Hunliff, Casey, and I know how to kill Hunliff. Okay. P3 Verzik is scary, but I know how to kill P3 Verzik. Every four attacks, we're getting a special. I can make the specials okay. work, right? I know what it's getting. As long as I can survive through the webs, we'll be okay. Who are you? Hunliff, <sighs> easy. Hunliff's predictable. You know what you can't predict? What? You know what you can't predict? Know. Where them damn books are going to oh land from crazy and deranged archaeologists. <laughs> you can't predict when the chaos fanatic is going to disarm you. I want to run around the wilderness with those three maniacs behind me. Amazing. <laughs> the only directive, kill. Doesn't matter how. They're out there throwing books and shit. Fanatics like doing whatever fanatic does because I think that's an actual dialogue line what I just said right there. Right? An actual PVMer out there shits themselves. No idea what to do. PKer, never seen it before. They are bewildered. They're dead. I am now the single greatest murderer in all of Guild Wars. That's amazing. Because of the giant mole and the archaeologists along with Fnatic. Yep. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so stupid. That's a great question. Thank you so much, Deathbeds, aka Jake AICSTP. I don't know if your name is supposed to be read out, but. Those words don't mean anything. AIC is text. There's an explanation. Please hit me up in Discord. I would like to know. Yeah, for <laughs> please, please let us know because you're online right now. You just said Sanctifier of Ashes. I'll see myself Hell out. Yeah. yeah, just let us I, know. You, I don't understand the context, but you're talking about the Ash Sanctifier somewhere. Oh. So you're online. You're in the clan chat, but I don't know how to say your name other than Jake, which, as we know, is not a very uncommon name around here in any case michael i think it's time to yeah, go yeah we we've almost gone the entire episode not mentioning our merch shop so if you would like to grab some merch xpwaste.shop oh, this man oh it's like the community question all over hey, again we have a merch shop and i'm excited about it i don't think that's a bad thing xwaste.shop um the only thing i'll say is we have fruit merch so if you really cared about the fruit and getting all the updates check it out i think it's a great shirt i'm going to buy one very soon i'm wearing xp waste merch i don't think there's going to be a single episode in the future that you will see me not wearing a shirt that we made i think i said that correctly i can't tell it's almost 10 o'clock at night but oxy do you want to take us out or do you want me to take us out I, I am going to take us out because not only did you plug the merch store at the beginning of the episode, you plugged it now and slowed down the episode. I'm just trying to take more Mucinex <laughs> DM, man. You know me out here thriving on my decongestant medication. As always, we love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us throughout this episode. If you want to follow us, the link tree is in the description. You can find us on pretty much any social media platform except for Facebook. We'll never make a Facebook. Nope. 
We also have a TikTok. Go follow that. I need the validation. <laughs> I don't, but it would be nice. Um, sure. Join our Discord if you haven't already. Send us emails to appease Michael's email please, please, brain. Please, please. Email brain. Every time we get one, he texted me one at like seven in the morning. The other day. <laughs> emails good. Yeah. Uh, postcards better. Obviously, I check the PO box once a week, guys. Good. I'm there. I have to leave my house for this stuff. But in any case, thank you all for all the support, patrons. Otherwise, I think that's all we have for you this week. I will hopefully be feeling better next yeah. week and not be so quiet and coffee. But yeah, I think that's where we leave you guys. See you guys next week. Bye.